0: On this episode, I get the opportunity to sit down with the one and only Andy Dane Carter. He is a real estate investor, an author, a social media influencer, and is making waves in our industry. We discuss being smart with your money by getting your tenants to pay for your lifestyle. Listen close as Andy and I drill down on how to successfully market yourself and use specialty financing to get million-dollar deals.
1: Welcome to the Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast. Listen in as CEO John Maddox of Fund Loans reveals tips, secrets, and origination ideas to fill your pipeline with million-dollar opportunities.
0: Welcome to the million dollar mortgage experience. I am John Maddox. I'm here with Andy Dane Carter. How's it going, Andy? It is going well, my friend. Awesome. Thanks for having me back. Definitely, man. It's been great to uh, to see your progress. That you're you're out there crushing it. That's amazing. So um, our listeners, of course, are all mortgage people, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in the real estate game and the media game, and just out there, just just just, just I mean, getting awareness out to people. And um, you own a bunch, you wrote a book uh,
1: called, uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure, the book is called Hundred Doors, and it's basically the blueprint for you to not buy a house first. That's just my humble opinion. I think you should buy a duplex, triplex, or fourplex and use all of these incredible things that this particular country has for your advantage. And then after a year or two, you do like a little refi, you pull out some of the equity, and then you go buy a house. And now you have an incredible income property and a home. Now you have both. So now you're an investor and you're actually starting your just wealth kind of journey. It's backwards. Everything I do basically in life it's is backwards. usually backwards. So I figured, why not write a book about the backwards way? I like it. And that's that's it's, cool. It's just, yeah, it's just a smarter way to do it. And it it's uh, it's just a hedge as well. Like it just really hedges. It's so much easier to You're buying an asset. You're buying a hard asset that- Income producing asset. Like three other families are gonna help you pay off. Right. That's a good play. Awesome especially when the market turns, Mm -hmm. it's nice to have a safe place to create at your house or if you lose your job, you're not completely underwater. Absolutely. So, you own some rental properties, mm-hmm. and
0: your your base, like the people that follow you, your sphere, mm-hmm. um, are out there doing probably doing what you're doing and kind of following what you're doing. And right. um, you could build, I mean, amazing net worth. You can build um, like income that just is like mailbox money, yeah. right? Cash flow is the Who best. Knows? Like mailbox money. <laughs> Coming to your mailbox, here's my money. And, and, and then when other people pay your rent for you, that's incredible. Yes. Um, like, do you, I mean, I remember my first, when I bought my first house, House. I didn't do it the backwards way but I did have like three
1: roommates they were all contributing towards my mortgage. Yeah. And I thought I thought that was being genius, right? It is a, it's a great move especially there's so many programs out there like as you know where save some of your capital, save some of your cash and so yeah. you can do other stuff with it, especially you know if you're I don't know like some kind of entrepreneur and you're trying to actually build some stuff, you're going to need some you need some yeah. gunpowder.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of um, what I've been seeing—I and I don't know how accurate it is—but you know, you, I have a, a 13-year-old, and they watch YouTube nonstop. That's all they watch. They don't want to watch TV. That's right. Well, uh, that's I have to the twist their arm. Going. Let's let's watch some some of this, you know. And they, no, I'm just watching YouTube. But uh, so their awareness, their their eyeballs, their attention is all on YouTube. But these these YouTube uh, influencers and Instagram. Facebook, all the social media influencers—they're—they're mm-hmm. they're making money. And some, there was an article uh, that came out—a tra- tra- tragedy actually in San Diego where one of the—I um, think it was a, a, a guy that was um, raised. No, he was a video gamer, right? He was playing. I forget what game he was playing, but it's on Twitch. And he was making mm-hmm. tons of money mm-hmm. and he bought a McLaren with his money and mm-hmm. he was driving it the wrong way. I think he got cut off YouTube or something and cut off his his income streams and he crashed, fatal crash. But mm-hmm. this guy ended, ended up buying a, you know, with his money, went out and spent it on a, On something was a depreciating asset, not a appreciating asset. Yeah, and and, I mean, you know, it sucks that we have to use him as an example, but there's others out there that are doing the same thing. I think they're out there buying flashy cars, they're being fancy, buying watches, they're trying to show that they're, you know, making all this money, where they could take that and they could invest it back into their business by buying the building that their business is in, which in turn is actually a duplex or triplex. They could have, you know, the place they live in. They can have the, the the next unit is someone else renting. The next unit. On that is their office, and putting their money
1: back into that—that's where like all of this stuff is going, because. Right it makes no sense to have these humongous offices. If you're a startup, you're a smaller company, it's a right. giant waste of money. But if you can move that cash into your assets, so now your home and your office are all in the same place, yeah. like that particular asset is getting ridiculously paid off quickly. And then oh, if awesome you move uh, the huge tax breaks, exactly. And here's the thing, I like cars. I like fast cars, I, like motor- I love motorcycles, and I like, you know, things and watches too but I let my tenants give them to me. Mm-hmm. And they don't give them to me as like a Christmas gift. No. But what they do is they give it to me in cash flow. They give it to me as all my buildings go up in equity, I can go out and buy whatever car I want. All I right. don't I have very, you know, like I have a nice car but yeah. I can do whatever I want because my tenants have given me those options.
0: That's right. I mean that, that's
1: putting, you know, smart money versus dumb money. You're putting your money to work for you. It's, it's the smart debt versus bad debt, which a lot of people talk about. Nobody talks about it in school. Real estate. I still have yet to find a better place for that to happen. Like yeah. there's just so many smart ways to use. I mean, like even as low as like twenty five thousand. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. You can save twenty five grand in two years. Yeah. And then you can go buy a seven hundred thousand dollar fourplex. Yeah the FHA loan FHA loan 3.5% yeah. down live in one of the units very comfortably and that will be worth probably 12 million in 30 years when you're getting ready to retire mm-hmm. so if you just bought one building you're probably going to be okay yeah <laughs> and so I just had a conversation with this gentleman who's 80 something years old. He bought this house in um What's his name Bob. His name was not Bob, but it's close because I have a lot of Bobs. <laughs> he uh, he actually looks like a Bob. He bought a building. It was a house in um, PB for uh, for 100 grand. And then when he retired, he had bought all the houses on the street. And he, so retired, he retired with hundreds of millions. Jeez. Yeah, I mean I remember that Many years ago, when I was getting into this business, I remember sitting down. You can learn a lot from old people. I spend a lot of time with older people, especially guys that have seen three and four real estate cycles. Yes, it's a smart place to have conversations. A lot
0: of you know young people don't want to hang out with the old grandpas, but I love sitting and talking to them because Mm -hmm. I always ask, "So when did you buy your first house?" And they Mm -hmm. tell you they're happy to, you know, they're just happy someone's talking to them. But like they'll they'll say, "I remember one. He bought in, I think it was Point Loma." he spent like 25 grand, 30 grand on a house. Yeah. And now it's worth like a million dollars, something like that. And, um, no, it's worth more than that, I think. But I was just like, how in the world would you, why in the world would you not buy real estate? We know inflation is going to continue to happen. And that's, you know, the number one reason we, we got it. You know, you got to look at like the graphs of, of uh, you know, appreciation over the 30, 40, 50 years. Mm-hmm. It's always up, right? There's always going to be the downs. Right. There's gonna be the little hiccups, downs. And then, and then there's the big downs when it's a bad year uh, or bad, you know, um, recession. But uh, it always goes up. It has to because of just the
1: nature of inflation and how that works. So, yeah, people need to be buying more real estate. Buy more real estate. Here's why you shouldn't buy real estate here in this country. If you think something's going to happen to the country and for some reason it's not going to be here in 20 years. If you think the U.S. is going to be here in 20 years, you should right. be buying as much real estate as you can. I don't care what the climate of the market. Right. And I've talked to a lot of old people that have seen a bunch of cycles that own a lot of stuff. Every conversation has the same like sub conversation at some point. They tell me about the one they should have bought. They tell me about the one, the, the regret, the regret is constant with all of these all mm-hmm. these older folks, men and women, they're like, "I should have bought this one." Yeah, I could have. If I, would I could have, but I just should have, and I didn't. Right. You never hear about the person. I'm so pissed that Jake I bought him. that house 30 years ago. No, Just never. doesn't happen. No.
0: So I think what what's been fascinating me and making me obsessed lately is 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 what are you know? We just saw Jake Paul dare I say his name on... on sure, go ahead. <laughs> ...on uh, uh, buy a house, and he used Zillow, mm-hmm, right? Yep. Which is very telling of his demographic. Mm-hmm. But he used Zillow, and then he... I think he paid cash for the house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah. I mean, and, and they don't understand the, the value of leverage, right? So what what I'm thinking is, and I'm obsessed with, is what if the... You know, these people that are making all this money, and we go back to what I just said about mm-hmm. paying, buying cars and fancy things, but, you know... W- I've, I've realized that they just don't know how to
1: get financing. They don't have any intel, and they're getting bad advice. Yeah, and they think they go into a bank,
0: or they're maybe their dad or mom or mm-hmm. their uncle. Oh, you need to go down to the you know Wells Fargo and you know open an account, and then tell them you know you want, you want to apply for a loan. Don't they're do gonna that. get they're gonna get turned down because right. they're tax returns. They're not showing shit. That's right. So um, the thing that's been keeping me up and going crazy in my mind is is how do we get the awareness out to the people that are out there making this, this income? They're getting deposits into their Bank account, they're getting large deposits. Some of these YouTube views will pay out a lot of money, and they don't. You know, it's like, well, well, if I can't get a loan for a house, I'm just gonna go buy a fucking like two hundred fifty thousand dollar car right. instead of just say, well, I could take that two hundred fifty thousand and I could buy three or four houses with that.
1: Loan. Yeah, and then here's the beauty of that is you can actually do that, and you can qualify from just your bank statements. Yeah, and then you're gonna have. I don't know how much inequity, probably right away. Or there's a cool trick, you could raise everybody's rents a little bit, and then you could suck out the cash you just put down. So now your cash on cash investment for that particular asset is zero, right. and then go buy a Ferrari. With that money, you just refied out. Yeah. Or just like, make sure that the building is gonna be making between 1800 and 2200 in cash flow, and then you take that cash, and use that to buy the Ferrari. So right. now you're at like a break even with the asset, mm-hmm. but it's actually paying for your car as well. Like, they don't teach any of this stuff. No, nope. it's not taught anywhere. And if you don't have somebody that literally <laughs> is either deep into the business, yep. you're out. Right. And a lot of these guys pay top dollar for. Advice from just the wrong people.
0: Yeah. And those people don't, they're not aware of the products that are out there. So, you know, the programs that we use are little plug here obviously is a 12 months or 24 months bank statements. We just look at the deposits mm-hmm. and we'll take 100% of all the deposits on a personal bank statement. But if it's a business bank statement, obviously there's going to be some expenses so we take an expense ratio to that. But, um, you know, there are ways that, you know, people can get that leverage and it's not, you know, we the last uh, podcast we did with Barry Habib who you just met, he, his whole thing is he's got this whole uh, chart that tells you the cost of waiting and not buying or oh, the cost of... Those are beautiful. The missed opportunities, right? And so, like, what, what I think people are doing is they're renting. They're wasting that money. It's just like throwing money away. Pissing it away, yes. Pissing it away. And they could literally go out and just, if they had the right program, they could put 10% down, maybe 15%, whatever, um, and buy a duplex, triplex, and just
1: do exactly what you are saying uh, on your book. Missed I mean, opportunity is like poison to me. Yeah. I just, I see it so often, especially people from 18 to 35. There's just, it's just bad information, which leads to bad decisions, which leads to really bad positions in the market right. when it doesn't have to happen. Like True. you can use those big statements from all of your YouTube marketing money that's coming in or whatever you do for a living Right. and get yourself in a good position.
0: Yeah. And multiple sources. I think a lot of people today, uh, going back to that statistic I read in Forbes, 20, uh, by 2020, half of our working, you know, the U.S. Uh, work, workforce
1: will be, will have some element of freelancing, you know. That's the first time in this country's history. Like big changes are happening right now across the globe in a lot of different industries. Yeah. And it's going to shake up the real estate market pretty heavily. That's but cool. there's massive opportunities. Mm-hmm. But you got to know where to go get the intel. Yeah. And with that, like being today, I mean, to, to learn
0: how to uh, become an entrepreneur is easier than ever. I mean, you can go on, right? You can go on LegalZoom. Mm-hmm. It's not not that expensive to start a corp. Yeah. You can go open an account for very little. You can mm-hmm. go onto YouTube, find out anything you want, like... Even 15 years ago, you couldn't, if you wanted to learn piano or wanted to learn how to build something, you'd have to go hire someone to teach you and it would cost lots of money, mm-hmm. right? Like only rich people could learn all these things, That's right? right? Now you can go into YouTube and for free, you can learn how to become an entrepreneur. You can learn how to do anything you want. And then you can go market yourself. I mean, if you really drill down, I know you know how to do this. Mm-hmm. A lot of our listeners probably don't know how to drill down on marketing with the social media, but it's so cheap. The fact that we can compete with like Pepsi and and Levi, like, I don't even know if that's a gene anymore, but like it is, you, they're huge. So right, they are. You can compete with those people mm-hmm. with your small budget and see the same the
1: same eyeballs that see that can see yours. Before they'd. Have, they'd sp- Outspend you and put you know a billboard millions up. on TV and billboards, right? It's been the entire backbone for our entire media company. I can literally get you the same results, yeah, for hundreds of thousands less. It's insane, and you can show them the hard metrics. So I don't care if you have a three dollar budget a month or three million, like there's you're in the game right. and then you get to put like CEO and you're like sweet profile <laughs> for founder. Instagram. And I'm right. like, founder. And I'm like, what'd you find? You didn't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> Come to me when you built something.
0: I got a million followers though that I bought. Yeah, right. exactly. It's, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's crazy. So I mean the fact that there's going to be that many self-employed people, the fact that it's so easy, the barrier of entry is gone mm-hmm. to become self-employed. Mm-hmm. Um, basically anything that you love doing, you can do. And you know you can be I think Gary B talked about you can be the um like the one that knows everything about that, you know, whatever it is. It's
1: You have to be specific to your passion. Yeah. And that's a real way to leverage. Cause there's people that like, they want to know, like, you know, like all this stuff, like there's so many things for you to be a legitimate how to expert make slime. in how to make slime. There's yeah, again, my kids love doing that. And there's girls, there's a couple uh, of these girls and I always forget their names. They're making like 13 to 14 million a year on YouTube cause they have slime contracts with Disney now to just make slime that's at different insane. places. Places. Yeah. So the, the, the fact that they're
0: making this money mm-hmm. versus, you know, having to go through like a, like get a cast, like you'd have to go before, you'd have to go find an agent. You'd exactly. have to go to, yeah, get that,
1: <laughs> go to LA, do auditions after all. And then you still wouldn't even make that much money. Nope. And you would still be waiting tables until you're 40 trying to get just discovered. Yeah. When now all you need is a laptop and one of these and, yeah consistency and it's possible. So that for me has been really cool because it's literally just leveled the playing field. And if you want to make money and you come to this country with $3, you can, Mm -hmm. or if you're a hustler, you can really triple down. I mean, I had no desire to create what I've created, but I also felt the market leaving me behind. So I tripled down three years ago and went all in. So where do you find your customers? Everywhere. And that's been the beauty of me just leading with my brand Mm -hmm. is now they're starting to come to you. Now they've come to me. Yeah. So you've created, you know,
0: basically awareness of you and what you do. And then that just attracts you. you, It's the law of attraction, right? Like people, people see what you're doing. They want to work with you. They want to, they want to, you're giving out knowledge like for free. Mm -hmm. Tons of it. And, and that's, that goes a long way because people see the value of what you're doing. And then they, then at that point they want to, so I think for our listeners, I mean, that's something that, that, we all need to do more of is to give more and
1: create value, right? Like it's the secret sauce. Like if you give more than you ever take, you'll always be successful. If you are wildly grateful for what you currently have, just, just yeah. like, it doesn't matter if you have nothing or if you have a lot, if you're just constantly grateful, yeah. I can't explain it. You don't know, have anything you have any needs. You, you have, everything just opens up Yeah, and it's this really, you know, kind of soft energy where it's not like ego and it's just like, cool, I'm good. Yeah. Because you stay in this really cool place of balance. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: So how would you say for, say, someone who's a mortgage person, what would your advice be to, to, I mean, obviously give, but to get the awareness out about what you do? Like, what, like I know you said, we talked about a little bit of Instagram, mm-hmm. a little bit of social media. I mean, to me,
1: it, not to answer your question for you, but just Takes a little effort, right? Just to go out and learn how to do it. It's this. like a cell phone, like this. Here's what I would do: is I would go like this. Three to four times, they'd be like, "Hey, I just read this crazy article about this, 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 this. It's going to change my business. If you want to know more, shoot over to my like. That's it. Yeah. That's going to take you 25 seconds. Mm-hmm. And over time, you are going to build this cool thing called trust in the market.
0: Right. <laughs> and then and it's kind of like when like you you run into a celebrity in the in the you know in a restaurant. something and you Mm -hmm. you think you feel like you know them of course and they're like I've never met you before but you're like hey you know because you've seen so much stuff on them and then same
1: way that same principle applies to this. It's the same thing with like all these huge brands, like Target, right. like Mercedes, like whatever. You know what you're gonna get before you get there, right. because they've built brand awareness and trust and market, right? right? So like if especially in the
0: financial in the head.
1: financial world, because that's huge for people. But you have to be right. that guy or gal for them, and right. it doesn't happen in a week. Because you're like, I put out six videos and no one called. Yeah. It just okay. Can happen cool. Like cool. <laughs> okay. But you yeah. have to build it. I think also it'd be good advice to say keep it short and sweet. Right. Twenty-seven seconds or less. Yeah. We test everything on Instagram. That is basically the like you know rate for consumption. Mm-hmm. Anything past that gets passed up on. What's True. funny is because twelve months ago it was a minute, yeah. and now it's twenty-seven seconds. It's <laughs> going to be like seven seconds pretty soon. <laughs> pretty soon, yeah. So you have to get out the message daily yeah. of what you're trying and just share value just share the truth
0: talk about the rates today like today the rates are at this you know or today the 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 mortgage applications went up or went down whatever just giving out giving out some value right information and then your market will start seeing that you actually know something you're not an idiot that's right and then want to ask you some questions and and I'd I'd even say throw it out there right like say hey ask me some questions I'd love to answer your questions. I'm this is what I do. I'm a, I'm a somewhat of an expert expert in mortgages. So you know, throw out a question to me, and I'll be happy to answer. It. You know, I can be your resource. And then, um, yeah. But so, I mean,
1: I think it seems so hard sometimes to to like just do that simple thing. But here's what we do as humans: we like to overcomplicate stuff because that's going to give us an out. Right. So if I make it all super hard and crazy. Well, then I have an excuse not to do it because it was right, too it hard. Or if it failed, it's because, oh, well, of course it didn't work. Yeah. But if you make it as easy as the cell phone, it's the same thing with the gym. Like you have to set up these goals that are realistic. Like don't say, I'm going to go to the gym for two hours a day for six months. Because right. when you don't do it, then you're like going to fail. And then mm-hmm. the guilt and kind of shame that goes with that. So make it easy and make it so you can actually do it. And then it's accomplishable goals. And then everything is you you say, I'm going
0: to go to the gym for 10 minutes a day. You end up going and you end up spending more.
1: you You're there for a half hour. You may be there for an hour. It's consistency. It's the same thing with anything in life. Like you don't just like swing to the gym and do a whole bunch of sit-ups and leave there with a six pack. No. <laughs> it takes reps. Like everything in life takes takes reps. And a very easy way to get very comfortable in front of lights and cameras mm-hmm. is to do them with your phone. Yeah, you should have saw John T John T uh, is is very I'm sure you remember exactly what it was like the first time I got in front of the cameras. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, got caught, I was terrible. Yeah. Like I was awful. <laughs> I was was uncomfortable i didn't yeah. like it and now i'm like i don't know 27 to 30 stories just an instagram a day yeah it just takes time it takes man. reps really literally i think that the biggest thing
0: that is is tough for people to get is that things just you gotta be patient
1: yeah. it's gonna take time and it's not going backwards no. all, for all of you like 40 50 60 70 year olds listening
0: yeah like
1: it's not going the other way. Like, I can't wait for the internet thing to not work anymore. Yeah. Like, nope. <laughs> it's changed forever. It's not stopping. It's like the wheel. Now we can go faster. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh,
0: man. Um, what, what are you seeing in the market right now? Should people be be scared that valleys are going to crash?
1: I wouldn't say they're going to crash. I think for the first time in a long time, we actually have a normalized market. And from the metrics that I've seen, it happened like the first week in June when I got, you know some very weird math from across the country. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it in July and I'm like, well, that's interesting. And then I watched it in August. So now I have a full quarter of very interesting numbers in SoCal and Florida, Texas, Ohio, like all across the country. I think the market is now starting to kind of realize like, Okay, we've been going up long enough. Yeah. It's time to normalize and reset. I'm sure there's going to be a correction at some point. I'm sure there's going to be some kind of a dip, but if you're prepared for the dip, it is the biggest opportunity you will ever ever get. Absolutely. Every penny I have right now was from the biggest crash in 50 years. Right. I think it was 75 years. 75, man. I hope it crashes tomorrow, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. Because I have a lot of tools to like to, to by, really yeah. take advantage of it. You but can buy in this market, you can buy in the next market, you can buy in the market after that. You just, you know. You got a whole... It's, got it's, to, it's all in the acquisition. And if you can acquire the property right and then get the right loan on the asset. Right. It, you can really put it into kind of second gear and just ride it out. Well, especially if you're earning and you're doing what you're saying in your book, if you're earning monthly income, doesn't matter if it goes down. I don't care if I lose money on paper. I still have yeah. a hard asset that's what not traded that? by the stock market. What you want is that de- paying your principal down. depreciation.
0: And depreciation for your taxes. Mm-hmm. And then that monthly mailbox money that's just coming in. It's cash. While you're you know, doing whatever, out there have, doing
1: your Instagram. Yeah, I have buildings and those two buildings are just for my mortgage, for my house, for my family. So those two little buildings that I bought literally pay for my really nice house. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Like I sleep a lot better knowing that my tenants are covering my biggest expense for my family. Yeah. And that feels good. So I just keep doing that over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And then you can, like, it doesn't matter if you buy two properties in your lifetime or you buy 200. They're going to go up if you hold them. Absolutely, and that's uh, that's that's very good advice. So, where do we find your book? My book is free right now on my website www.andydanecarter.com. You can uh, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I have a YouTube channel that's called unlock now with Andy Dane Carter. And, um, I give away a ton of information for free, all of our tips and tricks and hacks. Um, and then I have a podcast called bulletproof real estate with Andy Dane Carter, where I talk a lot about real estate and investing and wholesaling and marketing and personal branding and health and being a good dad and all that good stuff. That's awesome. Well, I hope that my listeners go and check you out because I think you're, you giving away great stuff. And,
0: um, anyway, thanks again for listening to the million dollar mortgage experience